The whole congregation of Israel are grumbling. Why did you bring us out of Egypt to kill us, to kill our children and our livestock with thirst? True, they have been wandering in the wilderness for a very long time. And what seems to have happened is the bright promises of the Passover have faded before their troubled journeying and they have lost hope. They left Egypt on a high, heading for the promised land, crossed the Red Sea, buoyed by the triumph of the Lord over the waves and the destruction of the pursuing chariots, but now, wandering, worried, thirsty, impatient, they have lost hope. Is the Lord with us or not, they ask. A Samaritan woman coming alone at noon to draw water from the well is a particular picture. Firstly, as a Samaritan from birth, she has been used to being treated as an outcast. The antipathy of the Jews for the Samaritans was such that they avoided all contact with each other. Even much later than Jesus' time, it remained unlawful for a Jew to eat bread with or even buy certain foods from Samaritans. Now I have seen, as many of you have done, women walking to wells in the early morning or the cool of the evening to collect water. They come in groups, convivially, conversing. This is a social occasion. Our unnamed woman comes at noon. No one would come at that hottest time of the day, so we know she is an outcast in her own community. As the conversation with Jesus proceeds, we discover why. So she is in a wilderness. She is thirsty. She has little or no hope. Paul, writing to the Romans, says we boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance. Endurance produces character, and character produces hope. He goes on to say, and our hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts. In the desert, God answers Moses' prayer. Go on ahead of the people, strike the rock, and water will come out of it. And it flowed from the rock, and the people drank. God's love was poured out of the rock. Living water, just there, like the manna in the wilderness. When the Israelites were weak, despairing and angry, God's wine, which is still today the desert tribe's people's word for water, God's wine was there abundantly. The Samaritan women, alone, thirsty, dusty, tired, cast out from the village, is cast in by Jesus. Stunned by the acceptance and welcome, she listens to Jesus telling her about living water, and she thirsts for it. Sir, give me this water so that I may never be thirsty again. Her life is transformed. Suddenly she has hope again, and she goes back to her village so enthused that she is able to draw a crowd to the well. It is through belief that we can have the hope that first eluded, but that then was given to the Israelites and the Samaritan woman, poured like water into their hearts and souls. You may feel sometimes that we are living in an age when hopelessness could easily take hold. Last week there was a short news clip from Yemen, I think it was Lise Duzette on the BBC, and she showed us a doctor. They had a discussion about the case of a malnourished baby 
and indeed the child's malnourished mother. The doctor, turning away from the camera and walking back towards her ward, said in dejection and little expectation, Take the war away from us and we will be all right. It was an emotional plea. And I asked myself, who can bring hope to a situation like that? Who can bring hope? God. Only God.